G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. What about our first guest this morning, uh, Brendan Cole? Brendan, we welcome uh, you in off the back of another uh, success on Friday for the Lisa Cole Kennels in the North Island Championship. But I know we were hoping to catch up with you last week leading into the champs, but Unfortunately, you're exceptionally busy, uh, like a number of, of businesses. You've been hit by by COVID in terms of your staff. Good morning. Yeah, g'day guys. How you going? Yeah, it's um, been a nightmare, to be fair, with staff. Um, yeah, we got down to, at one point, only having two people available on the property with um, other people obviously got to have their days off and things like that. And uh, yeah, we're... Early, very early starts and very, very late finishes. But uh, we got there in the end, and we've only got two away this week. So, um, yeah, it's uh, just the way that the government's got the rules. Um, some of them had to isolate because it was in their house, and uh, they didn't didn't actually have COVID. But then, on day six or day seven, when they were due to be all clear to come back to work, they uh, tested positive and sent me through the news. And much to my disgust, I just had to put my head down, and we had to carry on. I'm glad you've come out the other side. Things looking uh, on the up by the sounds of it, but I know it's tough, and we do appreciate your time, uh, Brendan, this morning. Let's reflect, though, on what makes it worthwhile, I guess, and that is the success of dogs like Mustang Charlie in the North Island Championship final, $20,000 Group 2. It was a straight final on Friday, and he was coming off the back of an injury, uh, Brendan, so he hadn't raced since the end of, of January. How confident were you that he would put in the performance that he did to win that race? Yeah, he tore his triangle muscle when he, he won his prior start to going out and um, put a decent-sized hole in it, so that was what held him up. Um, yeah, he he slipped. We gave Well, we got it right, and then we gave him a uh, 375, just hand slip, and he ran home in 7.48, which is pretty quick at Armstrong. And, um, and I said to Ella, right, just put him in a 4.50, and um, she tried him. He went 25 68, I think it was, or 25.60. And so he's come out and run identical in the final. So, um, yeah, he's a serious dog with a big motor. And if he was a safe beginner, um, he'd be a genuine Group 1 dog in Australia. Is that the reason that you got him, uh, Brendan? Because um, Glenn Petrie's the, the owner. Uh, I think he's um, based in, in Victoria. What is the background to you getting Mustang Charlie in the first place? He came out here and I think he... Uh, Requalified back in September. Yeah, no. Jason Thompson gave me a call, and um, it was a, about another dog. And uh, then the owners over there decided to um, give that one a bit of a spill and try and bring it back. And he said, "This is a genuine Group One dog that had played up on him." Um, so I missed out on that one. And, uh, and then he had Mustang Charlie, and and Glenn's a very good friend of my um, good mate Johnny Galear over there in Melbourne, and. Um, he was doing everything right, and uh, just out of the bluey, he, he was a naughty boy at Sandown, and um, just took half the field out and didn't concentrate at all. Um, so basically uh, that night, John rang me, Jason rang me, and Glenn rang me, so the dog was booked to come to New Zealand, and um, and yeah, the rest is history now. He, um, he re-qualified in 23.08 there, uh, very fast, over the 410 metres. Have you had any issues with him in terms of concentration uh, since he's been here? No, not not not, not at all. Um, I had a few issues with him cramping up. 
um, but we got on top of that, and a thyroid got a little bit low on us. Um, but yeah, we, we got on top of that as well, and I've had no issues um, at all once he he learns about the finish on and things like that. Um, yeah, he's he's a beautiful dog. He's the most gentlest dog to handle. You wouldn't you wouldn't even think that you you know you had a dog in your hand when you when you're doing work with him. Um, you just walk him on a piece of cotton. But um, he's a very good chaser now, and um, I thought we could have won New Zealand Cup with him. But I was having all sorts of trouble down there with him, with him tying up and his thyroid level. And as fast as I was getting it right, New Zealand Cup had come and gone. Um, and he sort of showed there on, I think it was Cup night. He was in a constellation, and he his first and second section at Addington. I don't know if there's been anything go like that in a race, uh, but he tied up shocking, and he only ran second or third. But uh, yeah, we're all on top of that now, and um, yeah, he's a he's he's a dog with a big big motor. So Brendan, if the New Zealand Cup was say in a couple of weeks' time, or if indeed he'd been okay and, and able to run in the Auckland Cup up at Monaco, um, do you believe we'd see a, a, the best Mustang Charlie over five hundred and twenty or five hundred and twenty-seven metres now? Oh yeah, hundred percent, one hundred percent. His, his sections in Australia and that, um, even Jason said this dog, 600-metre dog. I just couldn't believe them, and I, I was doubting them all the time. But it was because I had the issues with him. Um, yeah, like, look, he ran away from the field and gave them a cold, and they were pretty handy dogs there the other day. I think he won by six or seven lengths. A few group one winners in that field. Um, I know they're not the top, top liners of the country that we've got in this country at the moment, but, you know... I would have liked to have taken on Superstar and a few others. I'm up for the challenge. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, that would be something that we would just uh, love to see uh, right at the moment. Um, what are the plans for him here? Obviously, there's um, a premier meeting coming up at, at, at Cambridge, but is there anything specific for him? Would he would he go to the South Waikato Cup or something like that? Yeah, so he's going up to Waikato this week to give him another run up there. I think he's one for one up there. Um, and then we'll go back for premier meet and have a crack up there. Um, but when he when he does nail the start, he he'll just be just something that we haven't seen before. He's a he's got the same pace as a Federal Morgan. It's just that we've got to get him to nail the start and he's done it the odd occasion, but he's missed more than he's nailed the start. So uh yeah, he's got his tricks. But if he gets room, as we've seen the other day, he's he's faster than most dogs that are running around. Brendan, is the start for him something that you work on? Do you try different techniques at home, or do you just have to leave it to them and and hope that they can sort of work it out on race day? Yeah, I've done a lot of work with him at home, and he's a perfect box dog. He goes in, puts his head down, he waits, he does everything perfect. He just forgets to react, and that's probably a little bit to his nature because he's such a gentle sort of laid-back dog he's not one of those hypo dogs that really want to get out so um yeah we, we've done a little bit of work and it hasn't quite worked so i'm just hoping that the penny will click with racing um you can you can hold him in the box and and see what he's doing and all that and he's he's just perfect so just something's just not right you know they're, they're all different and uh his box manners is just one trait that he hasn't got and in behind him there on Friday, you mentioned Group 1 winners. Well, big-time Kaylee's been one of those, and she's on the cusp of 100,000 in stakes. 
uh, now, the New Zealand Breeders' Stakes winner of 2021. Uh, she finished third. How pleased are you with her, and um, what are you lining up for her? Is she uh, on, on track for, say, the Lois Henley Memorial? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Go to Cambridge for the Lois Henley Memorial. Um, yeah, well, she's going terrific because she actually fractured a hock a long time ago at Wanganui, and she had quite a long time off. And, um, you know, I'm always suspect when they get those sort of hock injuries, whether they can come back. But um, it wasn't a serious, serious fracture, but it was enough to give her a good sideline spill, and um, she's come back well. So, yeah, she's a good bitch. Um, yeah, she's been a good producer, that that's um, Ali Packer and and trendy habit line. Um, so, yeah, she'll she'll go to Cambridge and uh, have a go at the Lois Henley and, and um, just keep on looking for races. And I guess a dog like uh, Freedom League might be headed the same way, Brendan. Um, two weeks in a row there, she hasn't really caught the jump. We know she can be uh, pretty lethal when she does. Yeah, she got hit as soon as she jumped um, last week. As soon as she jumped, she just took a hit from the outside dog. So sort of knocked the stuffing out of her a bit. But, yeah, she's a good little bitch. And she's very timid, so um, she's best when she's in front. And, uh, yeah, she, you can expect her to bounce back. Um, it's pretty competitive in Class 5 races. There's not much forgiveness. Um, and, uh, yeah, she's, yeah she, she'll go to Cambridge as well. So she's in on, she's in on Cambridge this week, and um, then she'll go back up there. Whether we go week after week or whether we back off a week. But th- those little dogs are really... They're really missing a 520 circuit, you know, where they can get to the front and go around the corner. You know, it's really, really hard for them to consistently just run on one track week after week after week that's not suitable, you know. Our first guest this morning, Brendan Cole, has kindly stayed on too. Uh, prior to the break, we did have a chat about Mustang Charlie winning the Group 2 North Island Championship at uh, Manawatu Raceway on Friday evening. Plenty of other winners on the undercard as well for the Cole Kennels and what I want to mention right here and now, uh, Brendan, is Allegro Mars. He actually clocked a time one one hundredth of a second faster than Mustang Charlie. He clocked in at a 25 and 67. That was a personal best for him. Remarkably, he hadn't won since December the 3rd when he ran a 25 and 76. Looks a real talent and potential uh, derby talent. Have you had a few issues with him? Yeah, he um, had a lot of trouble on his metacarpals. And um, they... They just get a bit, you know, almost like growing pains for a young kid, um, and they just ache a bit. And uh, we've been working and working and working on him, and every time I think they're right, he's been pulling up a bit sore in them all the time. And um, look, he's even a little bit touchy again after after Friday's win, but um, it's just a work in progress, and, and just hope that we can keep on top of him. He has, he has him, and he's got a big motor. It's a pretty good litter that one with Ginny and. And Zippy, and there's a couple others still to come that we've had a little bit of trouble with when we broke them in. Um, so he's got a good motor, but I don't know if he's genuine enough out early. You know, like he got left alone um, on Friday early, and you know when you're in a good race, you got pace around you. You're not going to get left alone. So I just don't know if he's he will go to the Derby, but I, I don't I don't really think this year I've got a Derby dog to be fair. Any others that you will? try to, to put in the derby and, and and hope because obviously you know things don't always work out as we we anticipate in group one races yeah no not even our will go up um so yeah he's a he's a pretty handy dog um he, he got sort of cut off early on friday um i think ella had a, a list of about three or four that she wanted to have a go with but um 
just 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 haven't got that outstanding outstanding young dog at the moment. Um, just got to keep on breaking them in and keep looking for them, and um, I'm sure one will show up. Um, yeah, uh, it's just one of those things, you know. You just go through it, and uh, a lot of nice dogs, but that X factor dog um, of of a young age, anyway. At the moment, we're just sort of missing at the moment. You mentioned Ginny there, uh, Legromar's sister. Now we haven't seen her since she won the Group Two Waikato Classic. What's up with Ginny? Yeah, well, we're getting her ready for the New Zealand. Uh, what was the, what's the big race down there? Uh, not the Oaks. It might have been the Breeders Stakes. Yeah, I think it was the Breeders Stakes. And we slipped her at Palmy, and she um, damaged a hock. So um, that's why you haven't seen her. But um, she's back in work now, and. Um, Hopefully, two to three weeks away, we'll we'll have a either a 400 uh, run with her uh, on race day, you know, race day conditions. But she did slip 750 um, run home on uh, on Friday, which was as good as anything. So, and she's pulled up sound. She's gone back up the straight this morning. Um, so that's that's that, that's good. Excellent. Uh, good to hear. We'll monitor the progress there of uh, Allegro Ginny. Brendan, I just get the feeling that uh, Andy McCook's got his feet up on the desk here and he's just sitting back. He's either snoozing or just enjoying <laughs> the chat. But I, I, I will bring him in here. There's a couple of dogs I want to throw, uh, throw at you here. But, but Andy, you've been around greyhound racing a long time and, and, and a couple of dogs that have um, really captured my attention in the way that they've been able to race at the top level when they're uh, you know up and around five years old. One was Trojan Horse and uh, the other... Big time Brody. Now, horse is retired, of course, now, but uh, Brody is uh, still very competitive, uh, rising five with what, 178 starts or something like that. Andy, have you, um, you know, seen other dogs in and around your area or your kennel that have been able to compete at a high level, not, you know, sort of the class one, class two, um, but at, you know, this stage of their career? I was just taking the time to enjoy a nice little nap there, Rosso. Actually, the way you boys were going, there was just no point in me jumping in there because you lads just had everything covered. So I was just having you a week's sleep. I thought about going and making a coffee. I heard him snoozing. Back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, no, heard you bloody I heard you... someone snoring. Yeah. Oh, come on, Brendan. Come on, mate. I'm not like that. I'm not like that. It, it's a hard thing to keep a greyhound racing to five years old. <laughs> It's a hard thing keeping a greyhound racing when they're young, though, Brendan, let alone uh, keeping one going till they are five years old. And there are some that have been able to do it. And we see greyhounds racing around in the northern uh, a little bit getting older in age too. But keeping them at the top level, gee, that must be a, a difficult task when they are getting a little bit long in the tooth. Yeah, well, I don't change anything. Um, they just trust me, well, the confirmation must be just a little bit better than others, perhaps. Um, you know, like we've done it with a lot of dogs, like Sir Dougie, Levi, Trojan Horse, um, this dog here. There's, there's been a lot of dogs. Um, LeBron was another good dog. He didn't stay in Class 5, but he was real competitive in C3 and 4. Um, they just don't tend to get the injuries. And um, I think that their will to chase and their desire to win is, is, is a big thing, too. Um, and you know we we rear them, and you can you can have a hundred pups out there, and they're all in the same size paddocks, you know, and things like that. And and you just think, why do these ones carry on, and some get the injuries, and that? And I, there's no, I don't know, there's no no rhyme or reason, but um, yeah, we'll take them while we can get them. Um, yeah, to win, to have those kind of races, and be 
he's been in Group One races and placed and competitive and things like that. And he's just a terrific dog, and he's a lovely dog. And um, there's a young lady that worked for me that's um, got a couple of his brothers as pets, and she's ringing me all the time asking me when I'm retiring him. She was coming to Auckland to pick him up the other week, and uh, he'd come out and one, and I said, "Oh, a little bit longer, love." So, um, yeah, no, he's he's got a nice place to go to as well. So that's good. That's always a good thing, Brendan. Uh, just back to the Derby chat. You said this year you you haven't got a greyhound or a young greyhound with the X factor to go on and win a Derby. Obviously, it's a a race you've been able to win in the past with some very good dogs. What what is the X factor you look for in those young dogs? What do they need to have to to be in your eyes a, a greyhound who you think you could take up and and be able to win a Derby? Uh, you've got to be a genuine Group One dog. You can't kid yourself. Um, You've got to take in the X factor of travelling. They've got to be good travellers. Um, and you want you want pace, uh, real good pace early, um, box speed. You know, like you want to come out and put yourself in the race. You take a look at Trojan Horse, um, just went to the lead like no tomorrow. Um, Paddy found the gap and put links on them just around the corner. You know, they've just got that X factor. Um, Storm Warning off the eight, just said, see you later. Just perfectly drawn, wanted to be out there. Um, you know, even uh, Big Time Cooper, you know, he didn't quite win, but went down to, I think, a head or a half a nose or something. But out in front and, and, and pace, you've got to have pace. Um, and that, that carries you. And, uh, yeah, good traveller, like I said. And, yeah, look, you breed a lot of dogs, you get very few of them that are, that are good enough to be competitive at the top end. A lot of dogs get there, but they don't hold that, that little bit extra that's required to overcome issues and things like racing and you know you can be a brilliant dog but you can be bad in the kennels well there takes a couple of links off you and that's the difference between a group one dog and a class five dog so you need to find the perfect all-around dog and um, I haven't got one this year I'll, I'll, we've broke a lot of dogs in and, and uh, we've had a few injuries and things like that and, and with Wong and Ui being down it's, it's made a huge impact on us um, I've even been competitive uh, in my opinion anyway um, and I just haven't got that dog that's required this year, unfortunately. I'll find one. Don't worry, I've got plenty in the paddock, but I just haven't got one. Yeah, year. for sure. Sp- speaking of uh, speaking of dogs with pace, Brendan, uh, obviously you train one of the country's leading sprinters in Typhoon Tim, and gee, it was good to see him bouncing to the lead and running fast at Cambridge last week. Uh, where's he heading to next? Yeah, he's going back to Cambridge, Andy. We're just... We're toying with the idea of having a crack at that $200,000 sprint race at Grafton. Um, just whether we can get someone to get over there and look after him and, and stay, that was the problem. I know it's going to be real rich, but he was a pretty hot dog. I know he's a little bit older now than what he was, but he's a genuine 300-metre dog rather than a 350 sort of 400-metre dog. So he's really pushing himself at the top of his game at the moment to be doing what he's doing. But, um, yeah, we were... Yeah, we talked about it. I talked about it with the owners, but um, he'll 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 go Cambridge this week and then back there for Premier Night. I think there's a Angus Mike Wright Memorial. It's worth a bit of money, so we'll have him and Prada and as many as many sort of speed dogs that we've got available that are that are on the go um, to get up there and and have a crack at it. You know. Hey Andy, um, thanks for for jumping in there, mate. And um, we've got a, an ad break coming up shortly, so you can go and have your second coffee if you like. Um, yeah, Brendan, just before we let you go, I'm just looking back at the uh, result of the uh, 2019 New Zealand Breeders Stakes, June 2019. So we're not 
too far off three years ago, away in Trojan Horse beating big time Brody. And of course, Trojan Horse was competitive up until recently. And and Brody, you know, he still is. And uh, although he uh, ran third on Friday, he beat Prada the week before, and she's one of the best uh, short course sprinters around. So, hey, Brendan, we really appreciate you taking the time with us this morning. Congratulations again on Mustang Charlie. All the best, too, for that upcoming uh, two meetings on April 7th and 14th up there at uh, White Caddo. It's a, a couple of cards that are going to be stacked uh, with some uh, excellent races and stakes. Yeah, thanks, guys. I jokingly said to Trojan this morning that it's... Uh, if some of these young dogs don't pull their socks up, he might have to come back out of retirement. I said, you'd still beat them on three legs, mate. And he just gave me a smile and wagged his tail. <laughs> oh, he was a personality and still is clearly Trojan horse. Hey, thank you, Brendan. We'll catch you soon. Yep. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Have a great day, eh? Bye-bye. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.